One good reason to be generous is because generosity always defeats materialism. And most of us, if we are honest with ourselves, struggle with the desire and temptations of material things in one way or the other. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. We're going to be kicking off the new year. I want to talk about the new year for just a minute before you get into making New Year's resolutions and things like that. Because wouldn't it be great if you just knew that this coming year, which sounds kind of weird in itself, just to say it, was going to be your year, that things were going to turn out great in the coming year. Well, I'm going to share three quick ideas with you that, if followed, will guarantee you that this year will indeed be your year. The first idea is to focus this year on what really matters. And what matters most is putting Christ and keeping Christ in the center of your life. Nothing is more important than developing your personal relationship with him. Just surrender all the hurts and the pain of the past. Leave the baggage behind. Make it your goal to embrace the friendship the Lord offers you today. Remember, when Christ is the center of your life, you are a new person. The Apostle Paul said, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone. The new has come. And keeping Christ in the center of our life means all is well with our life. No matter what comes our way, the Lord said, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. The second idea is to understand that God wants to use you. That he has a purpose for your life. And he can start any time you're ready. You know, we all know the story of David. It's back in the Old Testament. But while the Apostle Paul is preaching in Acts in the New Testament, he says something very interesting. He says, David served God's purpose in his generation. You see, no one but you can fulfill your destiny but you. Neither past nor future generations can serve God's purpose in this time. It's up to you and me in this time. And God has plans for you and whatever those plans are. He will give you the wisdom, the power, and the ability to accomplish them. The word says, the one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. Now, see, you thought that Nike said that first, and many of you thought that Pastor Des Evans said that first. Just do it. But the word, it's in the word. The word said it first. And finally, the third way, it's to praise him in all things. The Lord is worthy of our praise all the time and in every situation. There's an old saying that goes like this. Everyone wants to live on on top of the mountain, but all the growth as a person comes while climbing it. In our victories and in our defeats, he is still the king of kings, and he's worthy of our praise. The word says, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. 
So we do like the old song in the hymn book says. Praise Him in the morning. We praise Him at noontime. And we praise Him when the sun goes down. Then keep Christ in the center of your life. And make it the most important thing in your life. Zero in on the purpose that God has for you and pursue it with all your heart. And remember to praise God in all things. In the good times and in the bad times all along the way. And I'm going to give you a bonus this morning. There's one more thing. Give. Give. Give out of obedience. Give out of gratitude. Give out of love for the Lord. They say you can't outgive God, and it's true. But he loves it when you try. And he'll bless you. He'll bless you for your generous heart. And if you'll do those things, I promise you that something great will happen to you this coming year in Jesus' name. Have you made some New Year's resolutions? Coming up next, listen as Bobby shares three quick steps to make the new year a year to remember for you. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400-lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code ChristianRadio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. Well, good morning. Happy New Year. How is everybody? Okay, well, it's good to be in the God's house this morning, isn't it? The last time this, this year on a Sunday, it's always great. Something great to look forward to just to know you're going to be in God's house. And it's a time of reflection. And I was pondering my experiences over the past year. And I couldn't help but realize that even though I'm getting older, I'm not necessarily getting smarter. Because I still have questions that I can't get an answer to. Questions like these. I just need to know. Can you cry underwater? Would somebody just explain this to me? Okay, how about this one? Why do you have to put your two cents worth in, but it's only a penny for your thoughts? Where is that other penny? I don't know. Why do people say they slept like a baby when babies wake up every two hours? Why do you see people ordering a double cheeseburger and fries and a Diet Coke? What does cheese say when it has its picture taken? Don't you wonder this stuff? 
Why do doctors call what they do a practice? Aren't they supposed to already know how? If the cops arrest a mime, do they tell him he has the right to remain silent? Okay, and this one really bothers me. When we're at a baseball game, why do we sing, take me out to the ball game when we're already at the ball game? You see, I just can't get the answers to all my questions. But like I was saying, it's a time for reflection. And it's a time to look forward. And and many of us will make some resolutions for the new year. And as as usual, one of my resolutions is to lose about 15 pounds. I remember telling you that last year. (laughs) Since then, I've bought bigger clothes. But I heard Jay Leno say uh, the other night that a new survey revealed that there are now more overweight people in America than people of average weight. So that makes overweight people average, which means you may have already accomplished your New Year's resolution. (laughs) So congratulations. You may be average. Well, resolutions are not. We really all want the same things. We want to be thankful for what the Lord has brought us through this past year, and we want as much goodness as God can share with us in the year ahead. Isn't that right? So I want to share with you three quick ideas that if followed. The first idea is to focus this year on what really matters. And what matters most is putting Christ in the center of your life. Nothing is more powerful and meaningful than developing your relationship with Christ. The secret to life is no secret. Jesus said, whoever accepts and trusts the Son gets in on everything and has life complete and forever. Isn't that great? The second idea is to focus on this year is to understand that God wants to use you. He wants to use your life for his purpose. And he's ready to start any time that you're ready. We all know the story of David is in the Old Testament. But while the Apostle Paul is preaching in Acts, he says something very interesting. He says, David served God's purpose in his generation. You see, no one but you can fulfill your destiny but you. Neither past nor future generations can serve God's purpose in this time. It's up to you. He made you for a reason. The word says that long before he laid down earth's foundation, he had us in mind. And finally, the way to guarantee that this will be a year to remember for you is to praise him in all things. We have to praise him when we're on the mountain, and we have to praise him when we're in the valley. God didn't promise us an easy life. The Lord said, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. You see, having trials and hardships is how we learn to trust the Lord. There's an old saying that everyone wants to live on top of the mountain, but all the growth as a person happens while climbing it. Our life may not always be easy. 
But God has a purpose behind every problem that we have. The word says, for our light and our momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. I love that phrase. An eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So if you want to keep this coming year, if you want to make this coming year the best year ever, keep Christ in the center of your life. Use your God-given talent to fulfill His purpose for you and praise God in the good times and in the bad times and praise Him for life, for victory, and for all the things that you're going to see Him do. As Christians, we are meant to be different from those in the world. Stay tuned to hear how we are meant to be men and women with a different spirit. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Sometimes you discover something that's so ultra cool and handy that it just screams, you need this. Meet the Nebo Tools Slim. This is a thin, ergonomic, rechargeable pocket light that puts out 500 lumens of intense bright light. This isn't like any flashlight you've ever seen, and it's shaped like your cell phone. A task light and flashlight, the Slim fits, hangs, or sits just about anywhere. Fully dimmable with power memory recall. The ultra cool Slim pocket light features a pocket clip, collapsible hanging hook, and powerful magnet base for convenient hands-free lighting. This light will prove so handy that you don't want to go anywhere without it. The Slim, just one of the many reasons why Nebo is the leader in lighting innovation. Find Nebo Tools' intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the ultra-cool and handy Slim, at batteries, bus bulbs, outlets, and hardware stores everywhere, and online at nebotools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code ChristianRadio and receive a 10% discount on your order. At work, home, or play, for the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. But first, I want to talk about how important it is to have a positive attitude in our life. How many believe it's important for a Christian to have a positive attitude? Well, I want you to know that a positive attitude is important. And it's in, also, it's important to God that we have a positive attitude. I want to start uh, by explaining this, by telling you this funny story. Okay, here we go. Joe received a parrot for his birthday. The parrot was fully grown with a bad attitude and a worse vocabulary. He was always rude to everyone he saw. Joe tried to change the bird's attitude. He would teach him polite words. He played soothing music. He tried everything, but nothing worked. The harder he tried, the ruder the bird got. Finally, in a moment of desperation, Joe put the parrot in the freezer where he kept the meat. For a few moments, he heard the bird squawking and kicking and screaming, and then suddenly, all was quiet. Frightened that he might have actually hurt the bird, Joe quickly opened the freezer door. The parrot stepped out onto Joe's arm, and said, Joe, I'm so sorry that I offended you with my language and my actions. Please accept my humble apology. Joe was astounded at the change in the attitude of this bird. He was about to ask him what caused it when the parrot said, By the way, Joe, may I ask, what did the chickens do? He had an attitude change in the freezer, you see. And you know, we all struggle from time to time to go through life with a positive attitude. 
But I, was, I rediscovered an ancient story in the Word this week that reminded me of why we have to develop a good attitude. The story goes way back to when Moses and the children of Israel were on the brink of entering into the promised land that God had promised them. So Moses sends some guys into the land as spies to check things out. And when they get over there, they find out that the place is great with lots of fertile land and crops and water. But they also find that there are lots of people there. There are great armies and great cities. And they even ran across some giants. So when they get back, Moses calls like this town meeting and he wants to know what they discovered. Well, 10 out of the 12 spies that went were convinced that they didn't have a chance if they went into the land. Well, they acknowledged that the land was everything that God had promised, but their enemies were too strong. The giants were too big. And if they went in, they would surely all die. But then one man, a man named Caleb, stepped up to the microphone. Okay, I don't think they had microphones. And he said, listen, we should go and take possession of the land, for we can certainly do it. And you know what I thought of when I read that? Who does that sound like? Have you ever heard Pastor Des stand right where I am right now and say, come on, Bethesda, let's do it. That's what I thought of. You are Caleb, my friend. Well, anyway, back to my story. It was two against ten. And all the people got scared, and no matter what Moses and Caleb said, they wouldn't go in. They were right there, I mean, at the border. But their negative attitude is what won the day. And then the story gets really ugly because God was not amused. He didn't appreciate their negative attitude. Not only did he see that the ten negative thinking spies met an untimely death, but he banished the children of Israel for another 40 years. All of those negative people would never see the land God promised. All that is except Caleb and Joshua. And let me tell you about Caleb. Let me tell you what the Lord said about Caleb. He said this, None of them will ever see the land I promised, but because my servant Caleb, listen to this, has a different spirit and follows me wholeheartedly, I will bring him into the land and, I'll, and his descendants will inherit it. So you know, with everything that goes on in our lives today, would, would you ever believe that our attitude would have such important consequences. This story shows us that when we become a child of God, we're meant to be men and women with a different spirit. Caleb witnessed the same things the others did. He saw the fortified cities and the giants. The difference was that his attitude wasn't based on what he saw, but on who he knew. The others were living in fear. Caleb was living in faith. They were dwelling on their weakness. 
Caleb was counting on God's strength. They were focused on giants. Caleb was focused on God. They saw defeat in their future, but Caleb knew victory belonged to God. They were doubters. Caleb was a believer. They saw the problems. Caleb saw the possibilities. You see, Caleb had a different spirit. And did you know that 40 years later, Caleb, then 85 years old, as he readied himself to finally step onto the promised land, he said, I'm as strong today as the day that Moses sent me out. I'm ready to go to battle. Now give me this country that the Lord has promised me. All those years of struggle. And Caleb was still a man with a different spirit. What about you? Do you have a different spirit today? There's a good bet that whatever giants or obstacles that you're facing today, that there are ten people being negative around you just like Caleb had. But let me tell you something. God wants you to have a different spirit. You are too blessed to be stressed. Anybody can complain and be negative. You just have to say, I may have problems, but I'm not discouraged. God is in control here. I have the favor of God in my life. I refuse to let anything or anyone steal the joy that I have or dampen the confidence that I have in Him. If everyone says it's impossible, I'm still going to press on. There's victory in my DNA. And like Caleb, I have a different spirit. And I'm well able to do it. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com. 
or call 817-755-8484.